0: While God created the world, the morning stars sang together. After God delivered Israel through the Red Sea, Moses and Miriam led the people in singing. God destroyed Israel's enemies under King Jehoshaphat while the choir sang. When Jesus was born, the angels sang, and before going to the cross, He sang. God rejoices over us with singing, and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music In conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum in the certificate program you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it you will do music you will study it analyze it read it write it sing it and play it you will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You'll receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College.
1: Paul politics on the Fight Lab Feast Network, man, Pastor Toby Chalk Knox, I'm the Water Boy, and we got bad man Steve Dace in the house. Yes, <laughs> he is too. not at Mar-a-Lago right now. No? Not, ca- not calling in from Mar-a Lago. As far as I, we know. He, he didn't get the invite like we didn't get the He's invite. He's got representatives there. He's <laughs> yeah. got representatives. He's got people there. on the ground, That's I'm right. sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, our friends at the Reformed Sage would like to introduce you and yours. To Reformanda Studios, if you're looking for a better way to pass on the faith to your kids Mm. and help them memorize the catechisms, then Mm -hmm. look no further. This also will help with making sure they don't vote for Democrats or rhinos. It'll
1: it'll turn your kids into bad men. (laughs) Bad
2: men! There
3: we go.
2: (laughs) Reformanda Studios is here with a fresh new way to catechize your children. A subscription with Reformanda Studios features animated videos that will be easy for your kids to follow along with. And a subscription, which includes free study guides that can be used for each video. See all Reformanda Studios animated content at ReformandaStudios.com. Mm. Hey, we're grateful to have with us Steve
3: Dace. He's a bad man. bad <laughs> man. Steve Dace.
2: <laughs> I, I don't even know what all that means. but He's, he's the, a
3: bad man.
2: That's what it means. He's the host of the Steve Dace Show on Blaze TV, where he serves up principled conservatism daily. With a snarky twist. Steve, thanks for coming back to Cross CrossPolitik.
4: You bet, guys. Thanks for having me, as always.
2: Absolutely. So, Steve, why did November 8th go from a red wave to utter devastation? Like a bleed-out?
4: I think that there's a couple of things that happened here. Uh, one, um, I'm not sure that the systemic cheating of 2020 repeated itself. I do think... Huh? Um, I... I do think what happened in Arizona and Maricopa County is its own racket that people need to go to prison for, mm. <laughs> um, for sure. Um, but, you know, I don't I think we have to we have to answer questions like if they stole Nevada from Paul Axalt, then why they let the Republican governor win? I mean, right. I want right. to just steal it from every because that's what we saw in 2020 They stole it from everybody. OK, right. right. Uh, I think that, it. you know, I thought that uh, I had one of my listeners come to me. About uh, a week before the election, with Charlie Kirk's concerns about this hidden Gen Z uh, women uh-huh. vote in uh-huh. response to the Dobbs decision, and I just didn't see any of it in any any of the data that I was looking at, which would make sense. That's why it would be hidden, right? And uh, I think when you look at uh, here's the thing: when the 2020 election, before I ever tried to look at a Dominion company flowchart, <laughs> I just did the math. <laughs> on the data in that election there's too many incongruencies it just on top of boarding up windows and not letting you monitor accounts and things of that nature we saw some of that clown show in nevada we saw a ton of it in arizona obviously Mm -hmm. but in a lot of these other places guys it was we actually what we saw is what charlie kirk warned about you saw unmarried women voting by 30 points in a lot of these states for democrats Hmm. oh by 30 points the one outlier Ron DeSantis only lost Gen Z married women, unmarried women by 10 points in Florida uh, and obviously made up for it with what he what he got in terms of support everywhere else. Uh, Essentially, I think that uh, if if we're looking at what's going on in our culture right now, cosmically and spiritually, which I am, I factored into my daily analysis now, uh, essentially uh, hell traded this election for the smashing of the shibboleth of Roe v. Wade. That's essentially the mm. the counterpunch from 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 hell. Which, okay, we'll just go get all the libs of TikTok freak shows that you guys see on internet. We're going to turn them out like a mother. And that's what you saw, mm. I think, in a lot of these places. Like my former home state of Michigan, where I just was this weekend, written on my Wolverines, where they codified Prop 3 into law at the yeah. exact same time. They voted for Gretchen Whitmer by almost the same margin. They voted yeah. for her in 2018. Um, I, I really just think that uh, the empire struck back here. Uh, mm-hmm. The evil empire struck back here, and uh, the, the the cult of Maloke uh, emptied out of the valley of Ben Hinnam, guys, yeah. in, in record ro- droves and showed up at the ballot box. So,
1: Steve, it's it's hard for me to kind of uh, take this election in the sense that you know Governor Whitmer was an incredible, horrible governor during COVID. I mean, she was right. not letting you even buy like plant seeds garden seeds. garden seeds at the store you have right. uh you have pennsylvania a lot of a lot of pundits are saying like well republicans had a candidate problem but i'm like you guys had fetterman you had you know debt you'd voted for dead people you've still voted for aoc
4: and governor i mean those are all bad Gabe, candidates just a, just a, just a, just a pause game, candidate yeah. problem usually means the faction I don't like won the primary and then lost the general, yeah. and so I'm going to use that to advance my narrative about my faction. Yeah. That's usually what that means. Yeah. But Go yeah. ahead. Correct. Yeah. So, so with
1: Governor Whitmer and and these uh, other Democrats that ran their states in very totalitarian kind of dictator uh, dictatorship ways, it and, and they get revoted back in, or or the Democrats kind of or or our, or our nation, Arizona, you know, Nevada, they
4: re, we reward them in the vote. I, I have a hard time so- believing that. Well, here's the thing that that will make it even more confusing, but maybe also might help it to make sense. The three governors or the four governors that most defied COVID, uh, Brian Kemp in Georgia, Ron DeSantis in Florida, Uh uh, my governor, Kim Reynolds in Iowa, and of course, Kristi Noem in South Dakota, were all hugely rewarded by voters. I, I think there's one glaring message in this election. The, this is the first time since we we've had a two-party system post-civil war that when that automatically voters did not flock to the other party when there was dissatisfaction with the one in power mm-hmm. the era of we're just going to automatically trust republicans is over yeah. if you governed well you know i, I, I i'm very disappointed with how brian campus how handled the voter integrity issue yeah but we also cannot remember that he reopened his state and Trump's out there attacking him for reopening his state. He did it anyway. We cannot remember for all that. You guys know I love me some Ron DeSantis, but the OG on standing up to Disney was actually Brian Kemp. We have forgotten that.
1: Mm. That's right. In Georgia. That's right. right.
4: You better preach it, man. That's right. That's right. Disney threatened to pull its entire operation. And it films all the MCU movies and shows, Disney Plus shows. They all film in Georgia. Mm -hmm. It threatened to pull all that out of Georgia if he signed that heartbeat law and he did it anyway. OK, yeah. So he's not some he, he might have been weak on the voter integrity issue. And that's a terrible thing to be weak about. But yeah. this isn't, you know, some John McCain Republican. either guys. Right. Here, Cox. right. That's OK, good. that's wow. good. You know. And, yeah. and so I, I think if you governed well, voters rewarded you. But the idea of just taking a chance on Republicans with no record, they just weren't as willing to do that. And and Michigan, we, we have to set aside as a unique case. The Republican Party there, Rona, uh, Rona, uh, Rona Mc, uh, Romney, whatever the hell her name is, <laughs> she ran that party into the ground. The, there's total distrust between the conservative base and the party there. Yeah, um, Tudor Dixon was out. She told me she was outfunded on TV at least 23 to 1. Michigan wow. Right to Life's president called me in July uh-huh. asking for help because they had no money to go after Proposition 3. Wow. That's its own unique circumstance. So when Gretchen Whitmer in that, in that debate lied that we didn't shut the schools down the kids were back in school very quickly there was no money to for to for tutor dixon to get back on the air and point out that that was a lie and of course you know the media wasn't going to do it nope. so nope. and then and then a lot of these republican governors were, were in on the COVID shutdowns and lockdowns yeah. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. so a lot of these democrats weren't running against Basically, we it's like nominating Mitt Romney to go after Obama on Obamacare. Good luck with that. Yeah, right. (laughs) He gave him his worst idea before he had it. A lot of these Republicans were lockdown governors. So we took we took the weakest issue that they had off the table. And we had a guy tonight. I had frankly forgotten that until I got a call. I have forgotten he was going to make his announcement tonight. I've gotten no text, no tweets, no buzz about it at all. (laughs) But the guy that wants to announce for president tonight is the OG. What is the lockdown OG? Right. Okay. And so, you know, I I mean, it's it's hard to attack people when the opposition you're offering them has either no record or is similarly weak as them on that issue.
3: Wow. My head just exploded, Steve. That's phenomenal uh, observation. I have to take it back a little bit and ask you, why is it post-Civil War that this is the first time that we haven't had people jumping parties just because... Why is that not the case? Because they want something different. They want something better. They can't like the stew that they're in, but they're not jumping from it either. So why is that?
4: It's because they want something different, but we're also the most balkanized we have been since the Civil War. We are beyond polarization here, right? If you want to see, like a lot of people think there's cheating because, well, Republicans are plus five or six on the generic ballot, just like the polling showed. So where are the 50 seats? We've had, we just had a redistricting after the 2020 census. Right. And and what you saw is in the areas that were already red, they went way redder, right? Mm-hmm. Like like a, a Democrat right now in South Dakota. If you see a Democrat on the street, yeah. you call the five zero and right. nine, you call nine one one and you're like who is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. he's in my neighborhood. What is, what is this being he's walking, in my neighborhood. He's vagrant on the streets here. You don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, and that's that's that. So we didn't. We thought we were expanding our base. We weren't. We were deepening our resolve. So the blue so basically Pennsylvania said we don't care if John Fetterman is a walking bears incident report he will give us the he will give us the baby kills and the chest binds and the and the castrations we want so commenso festival the, the Balkanization here the amount of places where that are really persuadable are really small and then if you've got shall we say a, a group of leaders, Like, you know, Mitch McConnell's approval rating is 8%. I can't believe it's that high. All right. (laughs) Um, Donald Trump is still a uniquely polarizing figure. If you don't have unifying figures, imagine Newt Gingrich after he became speaker and not the Newt Gingrich before he was speaker. And that's the that's the Mm. face. The Newt Gingrich after they nuked him. Right. They put him on the cover of The Grinch That Stole Christmas, all that stuff they did in the 90s. That's essentially what Trump is right now as your face. Yeah. And there's just there's just too many people that, frankly, aren't voting for him again. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys heard my show today. I, I read a note from a state legislative candidate in North Carolina. Great Christian dude. Successful businessman came up from squalor, made something of himself. He's running for office now with adult children. He was the final seat to determine whether Republicans would get a super majority in the House. And he barely lost because all the baby killer money all came in. They spent almost oh. two million taking out in one district. And one of the things he said to me goes, I must have knocked on doors and talked to 20,000 plus people. I I mean, I could not believe in Raleigh, North Carolina, how unpopular Donald Trump was with so many people that I just and there was nothing I could say. They would never be moved. Nothing. They don't want anything to do with him. They just dislike him at that level. Mm. We can all sit here and debate. Is it fair or not? The reality is, fair is something that goes on in uh, in your state in the summertime for a week or two. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's the rea- the reality wow. is, you can't reboot a product that has this many customers unwilling to buy it, no matter what you put on it, no matter what new packaging, new wrapping, and and so that I know that's not popular. It's not great for me to say. I'm not going to grow in the clicks department for saying this. Trust me. Right. But it is what it is. There's too many people that just aren't going to buy that no matter what we
2: do. So I want to ask you, Steve, about what the Republican Party needs to do. Um, we we listened to Bill Cassidy recently saying that Republicans basically need to, they need to grab Democrat talking points. Um, Josh Hawley actually um, said this yesterday, and I want to get your take on
1: it. Well, I think that this election was the funeral for the Republican Party as we know it. The Republican Party, is, as we have known it, is dead. And voters have made that clear. And in particular... The folks who did not vote for Republicans in this last election were independent voters, working class, independent voters, folks who voted for President Obama uh, once upon a time, folks who then voted for President Trump, but stayed home this time. We are not a majority party unless we can appeal to those voters. So Josh
2: says that was a funeral of the Republican Party. Do you agree? And if so, what's
4: next? He's absolutely right. It's just a matter of whether... um, the you can put people in charge who recognize that the republican party right now the people currently running it the mcconnell's the mccarthy's etc they they still want to largely run it as the same corporatist party with conservative talking points as they always have but now the problem is you want to be a corporatist party but the corporations don't want you anyway
1: right, okay
4: yeah. they've all moved on to the democratic party you can't That's so right. i mean <laughs> there's you're not even a prostitute anymore. Now you're just a political slut. <laughs> you're paying okay? for You're not it. even getting You're paid. paying you, for you, the you're prostitution. Just, <laughs> you're just putting out for corporations because right. you just like their attention and you like them better, wow. right? Wow. You want to you want to ride shotgun in their Camaro. You're, they're not even paying <laughs> you for the for the exchange <laughs> now. You're paying them. All right, that's just the reality. Wow. And so the Republicans need to understand that you are no longer going to be the party of. The Koch brothers writing you checks yep. and the cost for the Koch brothers doing that, by the way, is you had to be for emptying the prisons, yep. you had to give up social issues. I mean, I yep. can't tell you how many people I right. talked to, pro-lifers and stuff that took money from the Cokes in the, in yep. the 2010s who were told and said, told me they're never doing it again. Cause they told us we actually couldn't talk about the life issue that we were running on. Yep. Right. You're going to have to learn how to do this like a ministry does. Right. All right. Right. You know? Uh, 50 bucks at a time, 100 bucks at a time. Come on, and then man. every now and then there'll be some people in your ministry that God has really blessed, that really believe in the cause, yep. that can write a few big checks. Yep. But the idea of sitting around waiting for soft money, dark money from corporate America, that era is gone. Those people are Democrats <laughs> now. And it's not just they've been... This isn't like they were Demo- they, they gave money to Democrats in the 90s because Jesse Jackson threatened them with a shakedown. They're believers. Right. There's been a generational changeover in, in the boardrooms of corporate America they're true believers. This isn't just transactional. They are trying to enforce the cultural rock gut. They're trying right. to, I mean, you guys been to a movie theater recently? Yeah.
2: Uh, it's been a while. It,
4: it, are you guys, every damn ad you see an electric car, every ad, <laughs> every ad. It's facts. Yeah. it's yeah. facts. Yep. Every ad before yep. a movie is an electric car. Right. All right? Every, that, that, that's just the, the corporate America is the, is are the stormtroopers, the enforcement, arm of the agenda Uh, steve is so but on the flip side
2: um holly's saying we we have to figure out how to appeal to normal america like you Mm -hmm. know blue collar america my question is is so is that like i mean do we double down i mean if you if you can write the play does, does the republican party double down on we are going to save babies uh, we are yeah. not going to allow kids to be chemically castrated. Woke culture. Um, and yeah. we are, we, yeah, we're against CRT and woke culture. And um, uh, we, we reserve health care decisions to ourselves, and we will not have our businesses shut down by our governors. I mean, is that is that the answer? Is that the way forward? If you could write the play, is that the play?
4: I don't know. I mean, I just saw a guy get 59% of the vote in Florida for the last 50 years. The average presidential election in that state was decided by less than three points That's and right. 20 years ago it turned the term hanging chad into a noom de plume okay yeah. so yeah i i, I mean I, I i in the end the results are what they are that, that you just basically define the first term of ron DeSantis. yeah and look what he, and he got any he, but here's the thing he didn't just run on those issues that we loved he governed well yeah trump is not president today not because he once tweeted about that one Mexican judge, yeah. or or had right. a taco bowl on Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. That's not why. Okay, yep. and he's not he's not president today because Joy Reid couldn't can't even enough on, on MSNBC <laughs> enough right, and, right. and move fifty million votes. Yeah, yep. he's not president because beginning March sixteenth, two thousand and twenty. Right. He didn't govern well. That's, that's he right. He made every terrible bad decision you could possibly imagine. He did. He made every. Wrong decision with COVID. Every time we tried to provide him an out, he shut us down. Mm. And then he spent the next year traveling the country as a Pfizer sales rep. Yeah. That's why he's not president. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't govern well. That's right. If Trump had governed well, He'd be president now. That's he true. handed them the ballot harvesting everything with the government shutdowns. He, he listen when a thief breaks into your home if you left the front door wide open. Is he still guilty of theft if he breaks in and yep. takes your stuff? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Are you a moron though? Your <laughs> <warm away. laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on. You know that's what? That's <laughs> what he did. And that's the reality no. of it. He didn't Pre- govern well. Pre- that- yes. The other guy took every hardcore position you, you that we've ever wanted someone to take. Let me can, Do we have time for me to tell oh your my, audience? Yes! This story? You better, yes, you better preach up in here. You okay. better preach. <laughs> so, so it's probably not a secret to a lot of my listeners that even though he is a dreaded buck nut. Kyle Lamb in Ron DeSantis's office is a good buddy of mine. All right, but we just choose not to talk college football. Okay, <laughs> um, Kyle, I, 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 when, when, when Ron announced that when Ron signed the anti-groomer bill, I sent Kyle a text and I said, "Man, your boss." Now I don't know Ron DeSantis. I met him in a, in a hallway in CPAC for 15 minutes when he was a congressman 10 years ago. Never met it. That's it. Don't yep. know him. I have no relationship with him. I've spent a lot more time around Donald Trump. Trust me. So this isn't this isn't like a personal relationship thing whatsoever. Sure, okay. Sure. I just sent so I sent Kyle a note and I said, dude, you're that was that was badass by your boss going after the groomers like that. But if he really wants to make a statement, he really wants to fire a shot across Hell's bow. Tell Disney you're gonna pull you're gonna pull their set aside, not, not getting any more government freebies. And Kyle texts me back and he's like, <laughs> kind of chuckles in his texting. He goes, I don't know. That's pretty bold. I think we might be a few weeks away from that, he said to me. <laughs> 48 hours later. Yeah. 48 hours later, Ron DeSantis stands at a podium and says, and we'll be taking all of Disney set asides away. How you like them apples? Wow. Wow. Unfreaking real. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. And, but here's the thing when they had a hurricane, yeah. He didn't go, let me go find an expert, hand him, it's a crisis, and I don't want to be blamed for it. Right. So let me go find an expert mm-hmm. and hit hey, who's the hurricane expert. You're governor. Now you run the <laughs> show. I don't want dead people on my watch. You're in charge. You're yeah. in charge. Right. Nope, 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 yep. nope. Right. You did his job. Okay. Yep. And that's why he's governor. That's what we have to remember. Our people don't win or get reelected. I should say, because they're ideologically sound mm-hmm. because they're, they're silos of orthodoxy. Most Americans don't care. I can't spell orthodoxy. Right. Right. <laughs> Our people get reelected because when they get the job, they do it well.
2: Yeah, yeah. The guy uh, that you
4: have producing your show right. right now, I'm sure you you ch- tested him on his thoughts on the Council of Dort. <laughs> <laughs> but if he could not produce your show, why would be the producer right now. <laughs> twice a week, no. Steve. <laughs> we, can,
3: we like drug test him. It's like drug test around here. Orthodoxy test. Yes. <laughs>
4: Random. <laughs> <laughs> but if he couldn't, if you loved his answers on the Council of Dort, <laughs> and he can produce his way out of a paper bag. That's right. You'd go find someone else that knows a lot about the Council of Dort and knows how to produce your show, right? Gotta <laughs> do the show, gotta do the job. <laughs> do you, the job. You know, we, Kushner, as beta, as, as, as semi-president, isn't doing the job. Yeah. And if you think I'm being too harsh, read Scott Atlas's book, On Second Thought, Don't yeah. Because that'll <laughs> cause more people to start cutting themselves than a fentanyl or if the overdose. That book, will. <laughs> all right. That book is a 300 page shot atlas attempting. That's right. Basically He's begging right. the Trump White House. I'm trying to save you. He's right. And they won't take the lifeline on every single page. That's right. That's a painful read. That's right, uh, man. So, so I'm gonna
3: so, let, let Pastor Toby read this ad, but first okay. I gotta say that I feel there's like at least five to ten people out there that can give Steve Dace $100,000. I'm just gonna call because somebody needs to give that man an offering for. <laughs> what he just got done saying. Do you understand me? S- send an oh my goodness.
2: Hey, the mission of Armored Republic is to honor Christ by equipping free men with tools of liberty necessary to preserve God given rights. Yeah. In the Armored Republic, there's no king but Christ. They're free craftsmen. Body armor is a tool of liberty. They create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears, and God has given us right. the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights He has bestowed on us. Armored Republic. Is honored to offer you those tools. So visit them at AR, the numbers 500 500, 500 armor.com. So okay, good.
3: so no, you no, want no. This? I have I... to take this one because okay. he's talking about governing well. Yeah. And Steve, I think you hit it dead on the head. So I have to ask you about uh, Greg Abbott. He just declared, uh, was it an emergency for Texas? Mm-hmm. Invasion, an invasion yep. emergency. Uh-huh. Are you thinking this is governing well? And if it is, how come he didn't do this way before now?
4: First of all, give the assist on this to Carrie Lake. Yep, Facts. and it's and, and it's why I'm just devastated. She lost. I yep. I, I think I think that. Other than maybe Reagan's first term, Trump's first term pre-COVID was the best presidential term of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Ron DeSantis is the most successful Republican politician of my lifetime. And I think Carrie Lake might be the best candidate I've seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's this talking point is something that she drove her, a lot of her candidacy around. And I don't think it's a coincidence, especially after, if you saw... the, the the, the, I think that the, the added thought they had made these inroads with with Hispanics in these border counties and these special elections, yeah. and they were declaring an invasion that he thought maybe locally they might take it, they might do his dirty work for him. Mm-hmm. Well, they ended up losing a lot of those border counties in Texas mm. on Tuesday, uh. and I, so I, I just think between that and Kerry Lake bringing up the issue, there was there was no more back doors for greg abbott to navigate here arizona wasn't going to elect a governor that declared an invasion and maybe did something about the border Uh all the pressure was now going to go to him yeah Mm. and so best to act now and get ahead of that rather than face insurmountable pressure from your own base in february and march of next year and so that's what i think he did he made the right move but now he has to follow through with action. Yeah. Ron DeSantis did not govern well during the hurricane because he put out a proclamation saying, folks, we are going to govern well during the hurricane. <laughs> Who's with <laughs> me? Right? Right. That's not what they did. Yeah. They actually governed. It's right. a verb. You right. have to do it now. Yeah. So,
1: Steve, I mean, like, okay, so we got the Ron DeSantis template um for moving forward. I mean, I kind of think Uh, you know, I kind of think of, of Ron DeSantis and the Italian prime minister, um, kind of very similar templates in some sense. And she won Mm -hmm. her election. Um, why, uh, why aren't more conservatives kind of grabbing on to that messaging? It seems like there's a very divided party on all this.
4: Well, I think they are. I mean, the Texas Republican party, and by the way, that's the, that's the party that wants to, that put, wants to put language in the platform that says like literally sodomy is a sin. All right. that's uh-huh. not Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott is mm. not the—he's not running the Texas Republican Party. Our no. people are right. They—they no. mm. they, they just put out in a poll of their own presidential primary that had Ron DeSantis up by double digits. Yeah. Chris Wilson, who was our data guy on the Cruz campaign, he's one of the best there is on the right. I've known Chris for years. He did a bunch of—he did a bunch of uh, primary polling in states like mine, a lot of uh, New Hampshire, Nevada, early states. They're all DeSantis is leading in all of these states. Club for Growth is is doing a bunch of presidential primary polling right now as well. Um, I, I, they came out with their first one today. They did a le- They're doing it by congressional district. They did Elise least Stefanik's district, and of course, Elise Stefanik is a hardcore Trump loyalist. Uh, Ron DeSantis is winning by nine in her district. Mm-hmm. The, what what I think your what what has happened here is, and some of our people will not take yes for an answer, and I get it. I don't. Trust me, I'm the last person to stand here and say, I really think you're all way too cynical. Trust me, that's not me. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think what's happened here is the quote unquote establishment mm-hmm. has figured out no one's coming to save McConnell. Like there's not, there's not a bunch of pro McConnell interviews on Fox three years ago. You yeah, would have seen that. That's true. Okay. You're not seeing that now. What you are seeing is Fox is a Ron DeSantis telethon. uh uh-huh. And, and I think Fox has figured out we can't and and, and and Fox is the most potent and powerful platform on the right. They almost always get what they want. Mm. And I think Fox has figured out we're not going to move the Republican base. We're not. Yeah. We're not going to make we're not going to make them more moderate. We just can't do it. It's not possible at, at a time when they're trying to castrate their sons. They're not going to become more moderate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so And so then so. Then there's I think you see the more establishment people are saying, therefore, we have to if this is if, if we can't stop the party from moving in this direction, can we at least then have some people who are like professionals and don't instantly turn off masses of people who otherwise might be voting for us? Right. Mm. And I think I think you're seeing them sort of make their peace that they're not going to be able to run Nikki Haley as much as they would want, and no. they're not going to be able to resurrect Mike Pence as much as what they no. want. Yep. That, that really th- their only possible landing spot to stop Trump from, who in their view, this is their opinion, blowing another election, okay? Uh-huh. Because what they're thinking is Trump barely won in 2016 by 80,000 votes in four states. The next election, he lost 40 house seats. The next election, a dementia patient got 81 million votes. And the next election, we, he had 38% approval and we still didn't win. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. I'm not saying that's my opinion. I'm just telling yeah. you what they're thinking, okay? Uh-huh. And so what, it, what, what I think they're thinking is, is it possible then to get, some, to get most of that agenda that our base actually wants, but in the packaging of someone who professionally knows how to do this mm. and has and, and a track record? And that's where I think you're watching Fox is essentially now has, has become the Ron DeSantis television network. And I think that that will continue. And you're seeing the polling numbers are changing. And the problem that I think Trump has is his instincts last week to, to announce before DeSantis's win are going to be proven to be correct. Because yep. the, take it from someone I know I don't know I know I, I'm not an expert on much getting your rear end kicked by Trump I'm really smart at, at okay because <laughs> I was on the cruise campaign yeah, and right. we got we got bludgeoned so yes. I know I know what not to do yeah and the thing the thing that's happened to Trump in about 2024 is he's not the guy you rally behind because of, of where he's at on issues you rally behind him because personally you think he has the tem- temerity. He has the toughness to do what must be done. That he's the he's your he's a bully, but he's your bully, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. DeSantis has popped that balloon of his inevitability. DeSantis is now like Denzel, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. DeSantis yep. is playing that out. Yeah. Look at look at what happened after the election. Trump just melted down, losing his mind like King Saul, and mm. DeSantis <laughs> is da- like David. Like, yeah, I, I threw some. I, I took a slingshot down to the Valley of Villa. How'd you like them apples? Anyway, back to <laughs> government. Okay. And you're watching a Saul David act play out now, and in this in this in this morality play, Fox is the role of Jehovah. Yep. They have anointed Desantis as the new as the as the one. He's the chosen one, uh-huh. and we all know it, and we can all see it coming. We just know it will be a messy, divisive right. process, and yep. King Saul is not going to go quietly. That's what I think you are watching take place now. And that
3: right there is why Steve Dace man, is a, a bad, bad man. man. My goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Steve. Everybody needs to listen to more Steve Dace. Brother, oh, thank you so much for being on Cross yeah, Politics. If you're single, you get better, married. Guys. If you're married, thank you. have God you bless. some kids. God bless you, brother. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic with a bad man.
5: <laughs> it is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The fight against tyranny just got stronger.
0: Struggling to catechize your kids? Is just reading a question and waiting for an answer not engaging enough? Wish there was a better way to train up your children? Now there
5: is. Question 1. What is the chief end of man? Answer. Man's chief end is to glorify God, and to enjoy Him forever.